Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Dylan Tire, and this is Believe in Ohio State. Welcome to another week of Believe in Ohio State. Happy to have you back with me because we've got some things to talk about this week. And frankly, I'm going to air some grievances with the Ohio State football program and particularly one man this week. But before we do that, I've got to tell you about Bet Online because Bet Online is who makes this podcast possible. And with the Super Bowl right around the corner, I know you're looking for a little bit of action. If you're looking to place a bet on any of the sports going on in addition to the Super Bowl, whether it's hockey, whether it's basketball, anything at all, BetOnline.ag is the best and the only place to lock that bet in. They've got game spreads and totals, team props, player props, coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. They always have their online casino as well. That never closes. So head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Plenty of free money out there to be had with betonline.ag, so head there. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. And I know I'm very excited for the upcoming Super Bowl. We're going to have Tom Brady facing off against Patrick Mahomes, the Buccaneers against the Chiefs in Tampa. It's going to be a really exciting game. I think it's going to be a really, really good Super Bowl, and I'm looking forward to it. So if you have any inclination about who's going to win that game, if you want to have an opportunity to make some money, make sure to get your bets in at Bet Online. But right now, we've got to talk about Ohio State because this is an Ohio State podcast, is it not? I know it's a football podcast, and it's fair to talk about the Super Bowl, but it's not even Super Bowl week. Let's talk about the news at Ohio State. So we're going to first and foremost start off with uh, some things going on around campus right now, some things going on with former Buckeyes. And then, uh, excuse me, I'm really going to get into the crux of this episode and what I'm a little bit ticked off about with Ohio State. But first and foremost, Dwayne Haskins signs a contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Of course, the former the former first-round pick was released by the Washington football team. 
He was swimming around, unsigned by anybody for a while, but the Steelers pick him up last week. So Dwayne Haskins has a new home in Pittsburgh. Uh, It remains to be seen how that's going to go. I don't know if Ben Roethlisberger plans on coming back next season. If he retires, I'm not entirely sure that Haskins would be the starting quarterback in Pittsburgh. But my one thing with this situation is if Ben Roethlisberger does come back to Pittsburgh next year, I'm not quite sure how he's going to get along with Dwayne Haskins, who's proved to be quite aloof so far in his National Football League career. But it is a second opportunity for Dwayne Haskins, and frankly, he has to seize it. I don't think he's going to be gifted a starting job anywhere in the National Football League. Now he's got to earn it. And frankly, he's probably going to have to luck into a situation. If Ben Roethlisberger comes back, he's going to have to get hurt for Haskins to play in a game. And if that opportunity presents itself to Dwayne Haskins, he's going to have to take it and he's going to have to succeed. Otherwise, uh, he's going to be out of the National Football League because it has not been a good start to his NFL career, both on the field and off the field. So I hope he realizes that he needs to grow up a little bit and that he needs to take advantage of this new situation in Pittsburgh. He's got a good coach to develop under there. He's obviously got a legend of the game at quarterback for him to develop under there. So it's an opportunity for Haskins. Uh, He has good weapons in the wide receiver room there in in Pittsburgh. Uh, So We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm excited for Dwayne Haskins. I think this is a good opportunity for him. When you look at some of the other teams around the league, are there better opportunities? Uh, You can probably name a couple, but I'm sure it's only a handful. I think this is just about as good as it gets for Dwayne Haskins to have an opportunity there as a big quarterback, a guy that's semi-mobile, but he probably had some comparables to Ben Roethlisberger coming out of college. So it's a similar system, I guess. going Going from a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger to Dwayne Haskins, they're similar style guys, I think gunslingers, guys that are willing to take risks, guys that are tough to take down. So it makes sense for Pittsburgh, and like I said, I hope Haskins is willing to take advantage of this opportunity. More news at Ohio State. The early enrollees have moved in on campus. They are now on campus at Ohio State, so all these freshmen that graduated early from high school have come into Ohio State They're uh, on campus, moved in this past week, ready to start practicing with the team. So that's exciting. You've got some big-time recruits coming in, guys that are looking to make an impact as early as next season. And that's why all these guys uh, enroll early, because they believe they can make an impact early at Ohio State, early in their Ohio State careers. They think that they can make a difference, and they want to maximize their time in the program to prove that, and they get more time to develop at the collegiate level when they enroll early as well. So all those big-time recruits are at Ohio State, getting that opportunity to start their development a little bit early, and that's exciting. I always enjoyed it when I was on campus as a student at Ohio State. You'd always see the new recruits come in right when the second semester started. You'd always see the the young freshmen coming in, those early enrollees, and it would be pretty cool because, you know, it's it's these guys that you've heard about for a long time, these big-time prospects that, that you've heard about for a long time, and there they are right in front of you at Ohio State, and they're just like you. They're, they're trying to get 
acclimated to campus. They're trying to get used to college life, and they're also trying to develop as a football player. So that was always really fun for me. Like, I remember Tate Martell's very first day at Ohio State. I saw him right outside my dorm at Ohio State, you know, looking at a map, trying to figure out where he was going, and I said, hey, that's Tate Martell. That's the number two quarterback recruit in the country that just came to Ohio State. Now, Obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. His time as a quarterback hasn't really worked out, or his time really as a college football player in general hasn't worked out, which is too too bad for him, and it's unfortunate. But I think you get what I mean. It's pretty funny. It's pretty interesting. So I wish all the best for those guys, and uh, I'm sure they're having a great time on campus right now, and it's all very, very exciting. Now, the thing that I really wanted to talk about this week comes with uh, the news this past week that Ohio State co-defensive coordinator Greg Madison announced plans to retire at the end of the month. And I think that means more than a lot of people think it does for Ohio State. And we're going to get into that as uh, this episode goes on. Because like I said, I've got a little bit of beef. And that beef is with Ohio State's other defensive coordinator, the co-defensive coordinator, Kerry Combs. So I'm going to talk about that. And before we do that, I've got to tell you about Kansas City Stakes. Because with a new year comes tons of big new games and sports. And with big games, you need big stakes. Kansas City Stakes has the cuts you crave to celebrate the playoffs and the big game. You know what I'm talking about. We've got the big game coming up in a couple of weeks, so make sure to get your Kansas City Stakes going for that one. Get them on the grill. Visit kansascitystakes.com slash game day and save up to $25 on combos perfect for game day. Plus, get free shipping with the code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, at checkout. Try out the Snack Pack Combo featuring small plates with big flavor. They've got mini beef Wellington steak burger sliders, mac and cheese melts, and shrimp wrapped in bacon. That sounds delicious. Perfect for the big game. At Kansas City Steaks, every order is flash frozen delivered directly to your home. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Basically, Every cut of steak imaginable, plus appetizers, plus desserts, plus barbecue, and so much more. Again, go to kansascitysteaks.com slash gameday and use the code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V at checkout, for free shipping. Kansas City Steaks, big games, big taste. I will admit, that's a fun ad read to do. It always makes me hungry because I picture a big slab of beef right on the grill, and it always gets me hungry, and plus, it's a, it's a fun ad to do. I like talking about food, and especially as it relates to watching sports, and in particular, watching football, because, you know, there's just something about eating good food, getting a little crazy, watching football games. I mean, that's where it's at. I mean, tailgating, you know, you know, tailgating, tailgating and football, that's what it's all about. But where was I? Talking about the Ohio State defensive coordinator situation. Yes, yes, yes. Greg Madison is going to retire. So that leaves a hole at the defensive coordinator spot for Ohio State. Or does it? I mean, how many teams really have co-defensive coordinators? That's been kind of a thing at Ohio State for the past few seasons. But are they going to change direction and just have one defensive coordinator? That remains to be seen. Ryan Day has already come out and said that Ohio State is going to look at all possible options for replacing Greg Madison. 
Now, does that mean they're going to promote somebody with from within the program? Does that mean they're just going to give the keys to Kerry Combs and he's going to run things as the sole defensive coordinator at Ohio State? Does that mean they're going to go outside the program and hire another co-defensive coordinator to team up with Kerry Combs at Ohio State? Does that mean they're going to give Kerry Combs the keys to the defense or the keys to the defense, excuse me, and hire somebody else to take a different job on the defense, coach a different group of players? I don't really know. I don't really know. I'm not sure what Ohio State's going to do, but I'm going to present to you a few options here for Ohio State, and the first thing I'm going to go with here is you can't give the keys to Kerry Combs, and this is what I wanted to get into a little bit because I don't think Kerry Combs can be the defensive coordinator at Ohio State. I think Kerry Combs is better suited to be the coach of a position group like he was Urban Meyer. I mean, if you're unfamiliar with Kerry Combs, let me lay it out for you. Let me let me give you the, the timeline of the past few seasons. Kerry Combs was primarily a defensive backs coach under Urban Meyer at Ohio State. He was a big energy guy and a great recruiter. That's what Kerry Combs is really known for, getting those defensive back recruits in at Ohio State, which is huge. And he has done a fabulous job of doing that. I mean, look at all the first-round picks Ohio State has developed. Look at all these guys they've brought in. They get so many big-time recruits, and it's thanks in part to Kerry Combs. But he leaves to go to Tennessee and be the defensive back coach there with Mike Vrabel. So that's what he did for a couple seasons. He went to the National Football League, leaves Ohio State. Then he comes back. So Ryan Day takes over as head coach at Ohio State. There's a defensive coordinator position open because Jeff Halfley has left the program to become the new head coach at Boston College. Now, Halfley was a fantastic defensive coordinator at Ohio State. He coached the defense along with Greg Madison in 2019. And that was the year that Ohio State's defense was really, really good. If you remember, 2018 was a down year on defense. 2019, they were very, very good defensively. This year was another down year on defense. So Halfley leaves to go become the head coach at Boston College, and Kerry Combs comes back this past season to become the co-defensive coordinator at Ohio State. Has to be a dream job for him because he's been with the program so long, but he's never been elevated to a position that high. Now I like Kerry Combs. I like what he's done historically at Ohio State with the DBs, like I've already talked about. I like him as a recruiter. I don't think he can be your defensive coordinator. I don't think players look at him that way. And this is just my perspective on the whole situation. But he's the type of guy. He's the guy that's wearing shorts on the sideline and a short sleeve shirt when it's 10 degrees out. You know what I mean? He's the type of guy that's the energy guy. He's there to fire up the players on the sideline. He's there to coach a position group. He's there to fire up the recruit. He's there to bring the guy to Ohio State. Is he the scheme guy? Is he the scheme guy? Is he the guy that makes it happen defensively for Ohio State? Does he put the pieces together? I don't think so. I don't think he can do it. I think he's more of a development guy. I think he's more of an energy guy. The recruiter, all that, what I just talked about, I don't think he's the scheme guy. And I think Ohio State needs a scheme guy. So what I'm trying to say is with Greg Madison gone, I kind of see Kerry Combs taking a backseat to whoever to whoever comes in, excuse me. I want to see somebody that has good ideas and an idea of what Ohio State should and needs to do defensively come in. 
I want to see a budding coach come into this position. I want to see a guy that has aspirations come into this position, not a guy that just wants to be the defensive coordinator at Ohio State. I want to see a guy who wants to be a head coach. I want to see a guy that wants to be a defensive coordinator in the National Football League. I want to see a former NFL head coach that's trying to resurrect his career come in and do it at Ohio State. I want to see a defensive coordinator that's up and coming in the NFL or or a position coach that's up and coming in the NFL come to Ohio State and prove himself as a defensive coordinator. That's what I want to see. I want to see somebody with aspirations that has something to prove. Does Kerry Combs have something to prove? I don't think he does. And I don't think he can do it at Ohio State. I do not think he can be the defensive coordinator at Ohio State. And that was proven this past season. He had all the pieces. Yeah, Ohio State lost guys on defense. They lose Chase Young. They lose Jeffrey Okuda. But they had a lot of guys back, too. They had a completely senior group of linebackers. They had talent on the defensive line. They have talent every year in the defensive backfield. But their defense wasn't very good this season. They stepped up when they needed to against Clemson, but that Alabama game, they were out-schemed for sure. For sure. That was everybody's beef with that game. They had Pete Warner. They had linebackers covering Devontae Smith and Najee Harris. You can't do that. You cannot do that. And I need to see change at Ohio State. I need to see change at Ohio State. I want to see a different defensive coordinator. Sure, you can keep Kerry Combs as the co-defensive coordinator at Ohio State, but I need to see somebody else come in. I absolutely need to see somebody else come in that has aspirations and that is looking to prove something because I think that's how Ohio State is going to succeed. They've got the guy steering the ship at the helm in Ryan Day, but they can't have guys that are just fine to be there as the other coaches. They want guys that have aspirations that want to be something bigger because when you've got that going on, when you've got guys trying to prove themselves and you've got competition, and I mean, I'm talking about competition among the coaches, that's how you're going to get better. And that's how you're going to create a really, really good program. Now it's a little bit different with a team like Alabama because Nick Saban oftentimes will go the different route where he hires a guy that's looking to resurrect his career uh, in the NFL. Like he just hired uh, Doug Marone, from Jacksonville. He got fired. Of course, Urban Meyer replaced him. And Doug Marone's going to be the offensive line coach at Alabama. So that's pretty crazy, right? It's like an NFL head coach is going to be the O-line coach at Alabama. But that's what Nick Saban does. He helps guys resurrect their careers. And I'd be interested to see something like that happen at Ohio State because it's still kind of from that same thread that it's a guy with aspirations. He doesn't want to just be the defensive coordinator at Ohio State. He wants to get back into the NFL. He wants to prove himself. And so I, that's what I want to see at Ohio State. I want to see people that are looking for more because I think that's going to be the best for the defense. And like I said, I don't think Kerry Combs can do that. Now, you might be wondering, who can do that, Dylan? Who do you think is going to do that at Ohio State? Well, I'll tell you in just a second, but before that, we're going to have another ad. So you've heard my beef with Kerry Combs, and that's not a pun in relation to Kansas City Stakes. I actually have beef with Kerry Combs. You've heard it. You've heard it. I've aired my grievances with the Ohio State defensive coordinator issue. And it is an issue right now because Ohio State needs to get better on defense. And if they want to win a national championship in these coming years, they're going to have to be better on defense. Now you may be asking, who is the guy for Ohio State on defense. Who is the guy to pair up with Kerry Combs as the co-defensive coordinator at Ohio State? I don't know. 
I don't know who the guy is, but I know that Ryan Day is going to search and he's going to do everything possible to find out who it should be and who it needs to be. I will tell you, though, like I said, that uh, I have a couple of guys who I think might be good, and I definitely have somebody that I wish it would be, and that's Marcus Freeman, former Ohio State football player, was the defensive coordinator with Cincinnati, did a very, very good job under Luke Fickle at Cincinnati, but just a couple of weeks prior to Madison announcing his retirement at Ohio State, I was going to say his potential retirement, but it's retirement, but he's not retired yet, but you know what I mean. Marcus Freeman gets hired at Notre Dame just a couple of weeks before that happens. That stings me to the core. Marcus Freeman would have been the perfect hire at Ohio State. The perfect hire. Would he not have? Do you have any disagreement with that? If you disagree, please let me know. But Marcus Freeman would have been the perfect hire for Ohio State. A former Buckeye coming home. A guy that's still looking to prove himself. A guy that has head coaching aspirations, I am sure. A guy that's proven at the collegiate level. Did an excellent job under Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Did an excellent job for Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. He would be the perfect guy. He'd be the defensive coordinator at Ohio State for maybe a season, a couple of seasons. Then he'd get a head coaching job somewhere big. Maybe even an NFL job. Marcus Freeman would have been the perfect hire at Ohio State. And I am sad that he's at Notre Dame. Good for him, though. Good for him getting hired at Notre Dame. That's a great hire by the Fighting Irish. But I just wish Ohio State had made that hire instead. And I get they, I get it. They couldn't really do that at the time. They, they couldn't really do it at the time. Greg Madison announces that he's going to retire a couple weeks after that. But, man, I'd way rather have Marcus Freeman than Kerry Combs. Let me tell you that. Love to have Marcus Freeman paired up with Kerry Combs. That would be really, really good. But Ohio State can't do it. It's not going to happen. He's at Notre Dame. So I'm going to give you a couple of other options that I think are intriguing for me, options that I would enjoy. So here they are. First and foremost, I think, well, let's see. Let's see. I want to think about this. Should I give you my best option or should I give you another option first? I'm going to give you the other option first and save my best option, what I think is the best option for last. So let's talk about John Heacock. He's the defensive coordinator at Iowa State. He's followed Matt Campbell, who, if you're unaware, is the head coach at Iowa State. He's a young, blooming, blossoming head coach that's supposed to be the guy. He's going to get a blue blood job here pretty soon. But John Heacock's been his defensive coordinator for a while now. He's followed Matt Campbell around. He's at Iowa State now. He's done a good job there. I mean, Iowa State was nothing before those guys got there. And now, I mean, they're playing in big-time bowl games. They're winning big-time games against big-time Big 12 opponents. So John Heacock, is, he's, he's doing something right. You can tell he's doing something right. He also has Ohio roots. He could be looking for a big step in his career in terms of going to a Blue Blood program. A lot of people think he's going to stick with Matt Campbell, follow Matt Campbell wherever Matt Campbell goes. But as it stands right now, Matt Campbell's going to be at Iowa State next season. Does John Heacock want to step away and take that step without him? Maybe so. Maybe to a big-time program in a state He loves with Ohio State. Like I said, John Heacock's got Buckeye connections. He has a history with Jim Tressel as well. He was his defensive coordinator at Youngstown State before taking over as Youngstown's head coach after Jim Tressel came to Ohio State. So there's history there. John Heacock might be a name to watch 
in this search for Ohio State. Just going to come down to whether or not he's interested, because I'm sure Ryan Day would love to have him. Does his scheme fit Ohio State? That's going to be a big question. Does he think Ohio State has the personnel to do what he wants to do? Does he mesh well with Kerry Combs? I mean, th- that's a big question right there, too. These are two two guys that are in their 60s. They're, they're, they've been around for a while. Are they going to butt heads? Maybe so, maybe not. I don't know. I'm just telling you this is a name to look out for. John Heacock, H-E-A-C-O-C-K, John Heacock from Iowa State. Watch out for this guy. He intrigues me. I would be happy if Ohio State were to go with him. I would be happy. But I would be happiest if Ohio State promoted from within. That's what I was getting to. I would be happiest, I think, after really considering every option, really thinking about this. I've given this a lot of thought because I want Ohio State's defense to be good. I still think you need to be able to play defense in football despite these big-time offenses, especially in the Big Ten. Ohio State needs to have a little bit of that Big Ten brand, and it starts with the defense. So I want them to promote from within, and I want them to promote Al Washington. He's a young coach. He's the linebackers coach. He's done a really, really good job with the Ohio State linebackers the past few seasons. I mean, think about the guys that he's developed. Malik Harrison, very nice career at Ohio State. Baron Browning really turned things around, had a good season this year. Pete Werner, a guy that, I mean, what did you expect from Pete Werner when he was a freshman? Did you expect him to be an NFL draft pick like he's going to be now? I certainly didn't. Thanks to Al Washington. I mean, this guy has developed these linebackers. He has done an excellent job with the linebackers at Ohio State. He's 36 years old. What does that tell you? He's got aspirations. He wants more. You think Al Washington wants to be a linebackers coach at, at Ohio State his whole career? Absolutely not. He wants to be a defensive coordinator. He wants to be a head coach. And you know how I know that? He lost out on the Boston College head coaching job last year to Jeff Halfley. He's an alum of Boston College. He's a guy that wants to be a head coach. He had the opportunity. He interviewed for that job and lost out to the defensive coordinator at Ohio State. So what's the next step for him? Becoming a defensive coordinator. Why can't it be at Ohio State? I think that is what makes sense for the Buckeyes. I want to see Al Washington get promoted because he has fire. He has aspirations. He's a young coach. He's a guy that wants more. He's a guy with a proven track record developing players at Ohio State. Now, you may say this. Well, he's unproven in terms of scheme. You you don't know what he's going to do. Well, you know what? You know what? He's been under a guy like Greg Madison for the past couple of years. He learned the scheme from Greg Madison. He knows how to run a defense. You don't think Al Washington knows how to run a defense? He knows how to run a defense. He's been a, he's been around the block a little bit already in his young career. He's been at some blue blood programs. And now he finds himself in a prime opportunity at Ohio State to become their defensive coordinator. I know Ryan Day is going to look at this. You know Ryan Day is going to give him an opportunity. He'll be interviewed. He will be interviewed. And I think the time is now for Al Washington to be promoted at Ohio State. You've got a young coaching staff, an exciting young coaching staff, if you do that at Ohio State. Got a young, exciting play caller in Ryan Day. You've got a young, exciting play caller on defense in Al Washington. I think it's the perfect move. If you can't get Marcus Freeman from Cincinnati, which you can't now, I think you got to promote from within with Al Washington. He is proven. He can do it. And if you're not going to promote Al Washington, somebody else is going to hire them to be or hire him to be their defensive coordinator. You can bet on that. I guarantee you that. Al Washington isn't going to be a linebacker linebacking coach for much longer. He is going to be a defensive coordinator somewhere else. And then he's going to be a head coach somewhere else 
if you do not make him your defensive coordinator right now. And that's what I think Ohio State needs to do. That is what Ohio State needs to do. You can keep Kerry Combs along. You can you can have co-defensive coordinators. You can have Kerry Combs helping Al Washington out. But it's no surprise. It's it's not a surprise. Al, this is going to be Al Washington's defense, I believe, in the near future. That's what I think, and that's what I want to happen at Ohio State because I think they need new life. I think they need youth. I think they need new ideas. I think they need to try new things, and I don't think they're going to get that with Kerry Combs. Are they going to get that through collaboration between Kerry Combs and Al Washington? I think they can. Would I rather Al Washington just be handed the keys of Ohio State's defense and he can run things? Yes, I would rather that. I would rather that. I don't think Kerry, like I already talked about it. I don't think Kerry Combs can run the defense at Ohio State. But I think Al Washington can. And you may think that's stupid because Al Washington hasn't done it before, but this guy develops talent. He's young. He wants to go places. Give him the opportunity because somebody else will if you don't. So that's where I'm going to leave it this week on Believe in Ohio State. I wanted to talk about this because I feel like it's been a minor issue in the media. I feel like nobody's really talked about it. Was Ohio State's defense good this past year under Kerry Combs and Greg Madison? No. Do you now have an opportunity to write that with some new life, some new blood, some new ideas? Yes, you do. Greg Madison has afforded you that opportunity this offseason by announcing his retirement. So go out and do something about it. Everybody just wants to assume this is Kerry Combs' defense. It can be. Maybe it will be. But I don't think it should be. And Ohio State can make that correction now. I want to see them make that correction now. Because they should. They have an opportunity to win a couple of national championships in the near future, and I don't think they're going to do it with Kerry Combs running the ship on defense. They need new life, they need youth, and they need Al Washington, a guy like Al Washington at least. They need somebody new at Ohio State because whenever that's happened these past couple of seasons, when they bring in new life, when they bring in different guys, when they bring in new ideas, it's worked. So do it again. Do it again. That's going to do it for this week on Believe in Ohio State. Very, very happy to have you back with me. Very appreciative of you listening to Believe in Ohio State. Uh, We've got things planned going forward on this podcast. We're going to talk a little bit more about the draft, you know, break down where guys are going to go in terms of teams, in terms of rounds. Going to get some interviews going, I think, to talk about uh, the potential uh, at Ohio State, where some of these guys are going to fill in, uh, guys leaving, where where people are going to fill in for them. Um, talk about these recruits that are coming in because some guys can make an immediate impact. So we've got all that on the horizon at Believe in Ohio State. So again, thanks very much for listening this week, and I will talk to you this time next week. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.